0: Thank <laughs> you.
2: And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information, and uh, tell you the dilemma of Jerry the Diver Guy. We have an update uh, on him, you know, he's a regular on our scuba radio show, but he's going to join us later on, I believe, here on the World of Boating, because he has his eyes on a new boat that he wants to live on uh, when he comes to Florida, and just, you know, turn it into a floating crash pad, you know, second home, I don't know. Uh and he found uh he found a potential um vessel that we're gonna, you know, uh, talk about a little bit more uh today later on in the show. Barry, what do you think?
3: When when you come up with this kind of breaking news, can you come up with a what do they call it, when the music leads you in, some kind of lead in yeah Yeah. That's it. Bumper music? Uh, Why? Why uh,
2: do we need this?
3: Because it would sound (laughs) so much more fun. Okay.
2: You (laughs) You say so. You have
3: all the other ones, you know, programmed into that computer console of yours. Right. Well, we're we're here just
2: to, uh, to, 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 you know, amuse Barry the Boater. So uh, your request has been taken and filed accordingly.
4: Yeah, I know. know. Well, well, Uh, we could do an entire show of nothing but sound effects.
2: We could. And, uh, and it would, it would be uh, probably about as entertaining as yeah. <laughs> what we typically do, but we're not going to do that. We'll save that for uh, another day. Yeah. But anyway, both, uh, both when it comes to, uh, you know, finding a boat, basically, you know, I, I don't know if this is going to be an intervention for Jerry the Diver Guy or what, but it very well could be because I've seen pictures as well as the rest of our crew have seen pictures of the boat he's going to go take a look at. Uh, And uh, I don't know if we're going to dissuade them or say, yeah, go for it. But uh, you'll have to stick around for that. Also, this coming week is National Boat Safety Week. I don't think it's any coincidence that next, next weekend is the uh, national uh, kickoff to boating with Memorial Day weekend coming up. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the Coast Guard and everybody is out there trying to remind everybody if this is going to be your first time back out on the water after a an extended winter stay, uh, unlike us here in Florida. Well, uh, make sure you, you know, cross the T's, dot the I's, and all that kind of good stuff so you don't get out on the water and then realize, oh, crap, I forgot what?
3: Yeah, you get your boaty inspected by either the Coast Guard Auxiliary or United States power squadron but get it done because yeah. uh, it's mm-hmm. worth doing it doesn't cost you anything they're not going to ticket you and they give you a nice sticker to stick on your uh, windshield which tends mm-hmm. to dissuade other you know legal people from you know coming over to visit you
2: right and uh, <laughs> you don't want that uh bare minimum make sure you go over your checklists and yep. all that kind of good stuff before you head out on the water. It's so yep. easy to forget something mm-hmm. after a few months out of the water and, you know, like you the just, food. Well, no, they never forget the food or the booze. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. That, yeah, that's always. Uh, you haven't
3: been on my boat then. <laughs> what?
2: I'll never boat with you again if you forget I those know. things. Those are necessities, Barry. Come on. Okay, but most people don't have a problem, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, remembering those things. It's the more important stuff, like the PFDs and the number of, of those, and and uh, mm-hmm. make sure your boat's not going to sink. You know, uh, communication gear is up to speed, batteries, all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, there's a yeah. billion different checklists you could download for the from the web at the bare minimum. But like yeah. you said, you go, go to the Coast Guard Auxiliary and get uh, have a third party uh, inspect your vessel. Uh, you mm-hmm. do that uh, periodically, yeah. Mike the Mariner, don't you?
4: That's yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, usually once a year. Yeah, um, and uh, typically it's a you know, five or ten minute thing. They right. just actually did inspections, actually here in the marina. Um, they combined it. It was actually the Coast Guard, and they combined it with also the the waste system inspection ah, on all the boats in the marina. Did they do and one of those and, things uh, where
2: they give you the little uh, colored pill, put it down your your uh, plumbing? In,
3: Say all right, let's. No,
2: they put this Uh, down ahead.
3: Wait, (laughs) a colored pill? Yeah, like
2: that's how they they check for leaks in your sewage system on these boats, right? Uh, Mike, back me up. Back me up there. No, no, don't don't back. Don't back. What?
4: (laughs) I've never. I've never had that happen. I I I guess you're talking about you know if there's water in the bilge and and they want to see if when we
2: were uh, when we were living on a boat in Catalina, Mm -hmm. we were anchored Uh up and they actually had a system. The uh, where they yeah. they gave the boater a little you know like a dye thing and, okay. and and then you know they they say flushes down your toilet and if we oh. see any color pop up around your boat we know you got a problem and you're going to be fined you know
3: oh okay no they didn't well that's in that. that's in California right
2: well yeah I guess everything's different
4: there yeah of yeah. course it's in California yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, right. did,
2: so did you take the red pill or the blue pill well I I don't remember. Which probably explains a lot.
3: The little blue pill. We're not going to discuss that. We had no
2: leaks. Uh, We'll leave it at that. Yeah. But as far as uh, Mike the Mariner, you're in Florida. So uh, when you do that inspection or when the Coast Guard does that, they don't do it around Memorial Day because we're kind of open year round. So is there a particular month that they they, do that for Florida boaters? Or what do you think?
4: No, it was not. uh, They don't do it on a regular basis. They just chose this marina. Uh, yeah. last year to do that and that what they were doing was checking the configuration of the waste systems uh, your macerator and making making sure that your your uh, the the seacock was locked um and, and wired down because you know we're on an inland waterway so mm-hmm. technically it's supposed to be secured and un- so you cannot open it um and so my, mine was configured properly that was no big deal right. but they also uh, went ahead and did a safety inspection yeah. And, um,
2: well, I mean, and being that it's National Safe Boating Week, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, once again, Florida's open year round, but our folks up yeah. north, you know, Memorial Day is a kickoff to boating season. I'm just wondering, so, you know, in your marina there in Sanford, Florida, do they mm-hmm. have a particular month or do you even have something on your calendar like, okay, this is the month I'm going to do my uh, annual checkup on the vessel? Or do you just kind of
4: you know, go I, you know, when you I, think I, about I it? Typically, do it approaching May because uh, that's that's when uh, I have to redo my documents anyway. Yeah, so it's just kind of a kicker. That okay? So like at the beginning
2: of May, as opposed to the end of mm-hmm. May, when uh, yeah. you know they get their hands full with with everybody else. You think, Barry? Right. Does that make sense?
3: No, well, I've seen them out there specifically during these holidays where they know it's going to be busy at the ramps. Mm-hmm. And you'll find they'll have tables set up and all kinds of things. Right. And they'll ask, you know, the people that are loading and would you like to do an inspection? And they'll do it. You know, yeah. you don't have to do it, but they are out there. They'll do it during the 4th of July holidays, they'll mm-hmm. do it during Memorial Day, um all of these holidays because they know it's going to be busy at the ramps. They know it's going to be busy in the water it doesn't mean that they're not out there patrolling the areas these are just the auxiliary people coast guard auxiliary which uh-huh. you know tends to do more of these things than the regular coast guard right. or the marine patrol
2: well and plus you would have uh, people coming in from out of out of state to florida and it's still you know obviously even though we're open year round memorial day is a massive boating weekend yes, for it is. florida <laughs> Uh so it doesn't really matter, I guess, in that sense. So it makes sense for them kind of maybe sk- you know, continue to stick to that timetable and get yeah. some of the people that are new and some people that have been around. It doesn't really matter, I guess.
3: I think. And it's a great actually- it's a Okay. Hmm? Yeah it's a great weekend to go to the ramp if you mm-hmm. don't want to go anywhere and pull up your chair and your little cooler and watch the fun. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: The boat dock Olympics or Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> Let the fight yeah. commence. Yes, that's oh, I, right. I've have seen some hilarious things happen here. I mean, I saw a guy dump a Grady White, a twenty-five foot Grady wire, twenty-six foot Grady White, or Grady White uh, off the trailer because he uh, he disconnected the 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 winch. Yeah. and then and then back down the ramp, and he was on rollers instead of a
0: just boat.
2: slid right off into the water. Like, well, see the, ya. <laughs>
4: the, the boat rolled right off the trailer onto the boat ramp and slid down into the water
2: nice Um, and then did he go like hey i meant to do that Uh, i was just trying to be efficient
4: he stuck his head off the window well that's one way to do it yeah okay well (laughs) there you go
2: you got to have a sense of humor with this kind of stuff and uh you know play it off like you meant to do that all right more coming up on the world of boating
0: you're listening to the world of boating
2: radio network
0: You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the watch. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. So, Pat, you, uh, you always been a seaman? By that I mean a sailor, not, you know sperm no i got i got you I, no i haven't but you know since the virus hit i said pat what better excuse to buy a boat what
3: i'm boating what what i'm boating my schedule's all filled up man i'm boating what i'm boating what i'm boating i'm trying to get a
2: tan right now i'll call you later I'm boating. this is the world of boating greg your first mate barry the boater mike the mariner rounded out the crew all right, so uh National Safe Boating Week kicks off uh the, well uh tomorrow uh technically, I believe. So uh plan accordingly for Memorial Day weekend. No, if you go out on the water next weekend, uh it's going to be nuts. Uh a lot of first timers or people that are a little rusty out on the water. You really got to have your head on a swivel uh yep. when you head out on uh holidays like this. And uh so just just be aware. You know, a lot of it, I think, is just knowing your surroundings and who you may be boating up against, which could be someone that has no clue. Barry, I go to you. Pack
3: pack a lot of patience. Okay, there Uh, we go. Honestly, um, you know, plan on, you think you're only going to be out there for a few hours, just plan on being out there for the whole day. Yeah. That way, if you do get disappointed and you're stuck at the ramp for an hour and a half waiting for an opening. Right. You don't go crazy over now. It, so. Now,
2: Barry, do you mm. consider yourself a boating professional in the sense that you will not go out on Memorial Day weekend because well, you I, know I, better?
3: After the last time I went out on a weekend, which was half a year ago, uh-huh. uh, it was crazy, and it wasn't a holiday. So that's when I told my daughter, we only go out on weekdays now. Okay, so the answer is yes, yeah. you're, you're a yeah.
2: professional. You're going to stay off the water and just yeah. watch right. the uh, fireworks at the uh, local boat dock.
3: Mike, there is a difference when your water is already in the water, in a nice dock, you just Uh get on and go. Yeah, well, he
2: doesn't even have to go. He can just stay on the boat like he
4: is now. The the
3: worst is the ramps of doom. That's what I call them
4: now. Those those are, I mean, it's fun. It it is fun to to watch them. We've got uh, boat ramps here in our Marina. In fact, it's the main boat boat ramp center for this area. So I can just walk up there. And, and watch the, the fun. And, and you know, I told a story here right before the break about, about one, but there's dozens of hilarious things I've seen. Oh, I, I have no doubt about it. Now you,
2: yeah. uh, I mean, I consider Mike the Mariner a professional, but he told us right before we went on the air today that you actually are planning to go out and uh, take the boat out on Memorial Day weekend. You you got a trek or a plan to mm-hmm. do an overnight thing through uh, through the weekend, or what are you doing exactly, yeah. Mike?
4: Yeah, yeah, we're going to go away for uh, four days. Yeah. Um, right now, our plan is to go up to Highway 44. There's a marina there that has a you know a great restaurant, a pool, and everything. We're taking the uh, Craig Cat with us as well,
1: mm-hmm. and
4: we're going to explore Lake Woodruff, which has uh, a lot of um, canals and waterways that are just filled with wildlife so we're going to do that we might run up to uh to Astor, um but uh, yeah just four days of, of of bouncing around just
2: fun little boating uh, excursions <laughs> but do you have any yeah. concerns about being out on the water memorial day weekend or you just figure like hey i'm good with my skills i'll know what to look out for
4: yeah no one's uh no one's going to bother this boat <laughs> but uh you know we'll uh, yeah i mean uh, I'm not moving at high speed, you know. I'm running 17 knots, you know, right at, at cruise. So, well, what about so, your Craig Cat, though? That's
2: a, I'd be more concerned being out on that sometimes with uh, some of the other boaters. If you get into congested area, that's a small little vessel could be. Yeah, uh, but you
4: can you can get out of the way pretty quickly. Well, that's true. Very maneuverable. Yes, small very and nimble.
2: I guess. Yes, yeah,
4: small and nimble.
3: Yeah. What do you do uh, to you know, secure that thing? What do you mean? Uh, well, we secure it? It from theft. I mean, you're going to be out on the water. You know, someone sneaks in in the middle of the night and cuts
4: your lines and runs off with it. Uh, uh Not much I can do about that uh, other than take the key out of it. Well, I was going to uh, say, yeah,
2: they'd have to have yeah, the keys to start it up to get it. You
3: in. don't have like davits on the back of your boat where you could actually lift it up in the air or something
4: like that not yet what Uh, about what about like a hidden air tag
3: (laughs) (laughs) i wish you know that's a good idea yeah you're welcome yeah Yeah. they're not battery powered are they
2: uh well they have batteries in them but they last for like a couple years at a time okay at least right yeah yeah Yeah,
4: that's actually a pretty good idea i don't know i mean um i i'm on the fence on the davit thing uh that would add a little security, obviously, if you were to put it on the Davit and hang it, it's harder to get off. But mm-hmm. we tow we we tow the Craig Cat with uh, with a sixty foot long ski line. Um and then when when we're at uh, visiting a marina like that, we just pull the Craig Cat up into the slip and, and tie it off to the boat. So mm. yes, I guess it could be stolen pretty easily. Yeah. But
2: well what about the main the vessel? There, Mike, do you have uh, Do you have some kind of low jack system on your vessel? Uh, we're he, probably giving uh, out information. We yeah, probably should not right now, but <laughs> I'm just, Mike
3: lives up in Jacksonville. So, oh, I, was I not supposed to say that? <laughs> yeah. now, if someone stole this boat, it could be found
4: very quickly. I was going to say. You can only go one direction. You can only go north, and uh, it, it's 138 miles. Um, you, you could almost uh, track this boat down with a canoe.
2: So, yeah. What do you mean you yeah. could only go north? Though I'm confused. Why is that?
4: Uh, well, the navigable the end of the navigable waterway is uh, you know two miles to to my south. Oh, so okay. I'm essentially I'm essentially as far upriver as you can go. Oh, you're at the dead end. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So so from here you can only go to Jacksonville. Well, you know they
2: sell those uh, air tags in three packs. So I put one on your big boat, one on your small boat, and
3: that. That is yeah, a one great on idea, your, though. One it on really your better is. half.
2: Keep an eye on her yeah. too, if you want. I don't know.
3: Uh <laughs> huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, you're not going to be sleeping at home tonight, will you, Greggy?
2: Hey, well, I don't know what you're talking about, Barry. Uh,
3: okay.
2: Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, what about your uh, vessel? I mean, have you ever thought about that? Have you have uh, any kind of tracking on on surprise? Your 17 foot. No,
3: I've never really console? thought about that because it lives in the garage. Um uh-huh. But. On the other side of the coin, it does give me thoughts. You know, we've talked about going diving off the boat where it would just be, for example, you and me. And I tell you, I don't want to leave the boat alone Mm -hmm. because we could come back up and boat will be gone. But if it did have something like an Apple AirTag, then... At least maybe yeah. I could contact the authorities after we swim in.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to swim after the boat? After yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, and then say, hey, there is an air tag on it. Can you start tracking it? Yeah. That's so, yeah. yeah, not a bad idea. I well, don't know how well they work. You forget I don't know sometimes
2: that I'm a genius. Uh, but but I will say. Oh, I forget a
3: lot that you I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, forget that all the time. I'm always <laughs> yeah. having
2: to remind them about that. That's <laughs> really annoying. Yeah. But no, the problem with the air tags, I think it uses cell phones. So. You know, if you're out on the water and you have an air tag on a boat and it's away from everybody else, it may not work very effectively. Oh, okay. I, I'm not yeah. sure how how the thing works, but it it does use but – but I would think it – I mean, it would work to a certain extent. It's not going to be like, hmm. a, you know, a satellite tracker or anything per se, but but supposedly well, you it always, help,
3: I think. You could put in some kind of, uh, uh, you know, those things where you need to put in a code to start a EPIRB car or something kind of like thing? that. Well, not, oh. not an eper, but – you know, like if you were, if you had a drunk driving thing where you would have to put in a code to start your car or breathe into it. Yeah. It has something like that installed where if they put in the wrong code, the boat just blows up and takes them with it. So
2: you want to put a password on your,
3: uh, on your boat? And password protected. Yeah. Yeah. Self-destruct system. And then you're like, oh crap. What was it? Was it, Boy, uh, was it capital again. J? I, Greg oh. is
2: not Oof. smart.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Great ideas or terrible ones? Yeah, you decide. More coming up on the World of Boating.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott.
1: Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or
0: riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase.
1: One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious.
0: Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com.
2: Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldaboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Mm-hmm
1: I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man.
2: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, and we are now joined by a would-be Popeye the Sailor Man. Uh, We like to call him Jerry the Diver Guy from our scuba radio show. Now, he's been on uh, World of Boating a few times over the last uh, six months or so because he he got a a hair up his buttocks and said, Hey, I want to get a boat. And be a boater, uh, but but I think and correct me if I'm wrong, Jerry, uh, that it really you're, you're looking for a place to crash on when you visit Florida from up north, in the mountains that, of Virginia where you reside. Is that right? That is
1: correct.
2: So you want a place, a crash pad, yes. uh, that floats,
1: mm-hmm. ideally. <laughs> and I can pull anchor <laughs> and, and go somewhere else if I want to. Yeah,
2: well, if you if you had to, but but that's almost secondary to the yeah. fact that you want a place. To just kind of hang on. You'd come down to Florida, stay, you know, at a marina for, you know, a few weeks or whatever, you know, and, yep. and just have a place to 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 stay as opposed to spend big money, uh, you know, at a hotel or something.
1: No noisy kids, just nothing but noisy seagulls.
2: Well, okay. <laughs> Could be some of that. Bury the boat or what say you?
1: you know, well, the first thing I want to find out
3: is Jerry... What do you plan on doing with the rest of your life? What is it you really want to do? (laughs) What? What
2: is this? (laughs) So this is an intervention. No, no, no. no. No,
3: It's it's just that you wanted you you love teaching diving. You have mountain divers there. You have your your business and everything else. He does, but I think you like being down here more than being up there. Well, can I blame him? Well, duh, Barry. It
1: doesn't snow in Florida. There's not a lot
3: of diving (laughs) up in
1: the mountains of Virginia. snow, but it's illegal. So,
3: are you why not
1: to square groupers?
3: Uh, yeah, and they find them <laughs> all the time. uh um, right. Have you thought about just moving down here? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we so that's a possibility.
2: Right, but then you're talking a crap load more money to actually
3: buy yeah, a place. It, it, well, it depends on what you buy
4: and live in. Well, and, let's and,
2: talk and about you, that because uh, this week, uh, Jerry and myself have a friend who uh, posted a, uh, a listing of a vessel. up? Actually, it's not far from where Jay lives up there in Virginia, I don't believe. Yep. And you're going to uh, go look at that this six week. Hours. Uh, and, it, and it was right in the price range. You know, when he first brought this up, he, he said, I, I said, how much you want to spend? He goes, I don't know, 10 grand maybe or something. I'm like, how big a boat you want? Oh, I don't know, 30, 40 f- footer. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you are dreaming, my friend, if you want something... Well, uh, guess
1: what? Yeah. Dreams come true. Well, I
2: mean, I, I mean, I I said, look, yeah, you're going to have a tough time finding something like that that is uh, worth worth the crap, <laughs> but you know, is it uh out of the realm of possibility? No. I mean, but just realize what you're getting yourself into because, you know, the amount of money you got to put into a a beater boat like that or or something that hopefully at least will float <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could potentially cost a crap load more money than you have any idea uh, uh you know what you're getting yourself into there. So but that said, I said, you know, it's it's kinda you know, you are kind of a fixer upper kind of guy. You got a you know mechanic background. He's worked a lot with cars and motorcycles and stuff back in the day. So you're pretty uh pretty handy with an engine, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That that's no problem. No problem with the wood. No no problem with gutting it and rebuilding it. That ain't no problem.
2: Okay. Well, so says uh, Jerry the Diver Guy. But well, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, famous last words. Uh, you know, we've heard this kind of thing before. Well, Jerry, like so. I can
1: always stand on a bow, go ahoy, matey, as we are going down.
2: Well, there's that. <laughs> and if you know, and if you the the idea is that. You, you know, the, the part of being able to cruise around on this boat is kind of secondary to just having a place to crash on at a marina. Well, uh, you know, that might be a little bit more realistic uh, to get something like that because, you know, if it runs, great. If it doesn't, well, at least as long as it'll float and it'll stay it's afloat. But he wants to go diving
3: you? on this. Well, in, in like I and said, secondary.
2: To, yeah, secondary. and he wants
3: to teach diving.
2: Well, and he could open up teaching diving diving not. Well, he's he can, not going no, to not do that. Not on it, but
3: take them out.
2: Well, no, I don't think he has no. to. Barry, he can go out on a charter boat for that. He his yeah. main focus is to have a place to crash when he comes to Florida. So to you know the okay. bar. Let me let me. So I'm I'm laying it out there. So the bar is pretty low, as long as this you know boat that he considers purchasing is seaworthy enough that it will stay afloat at a marina. I mean, yeah. that's really
1: all that it has to do.
2: Is <laughs> you know, that right?
1: As long as it uh, appeases my uh, my cleanliness
2: you're, you're and it's cleanliness, nice and yeah. clean
1: on it inside. You yeah, because I got germaphobes. Well, that, and, well and I, I mean, that, you, that
2: that's all uh, elbow phobia. grease, right there, my friend. Oh
3: yeah.
2: You know, it may have roaches crawling all over, but you clean that thing up. And get Florida good,
3: has palmetto roaches. <laughs> yeah, There's no you, way you're gonna get rid of them.
2: Well, regardless, he can he oh, can, yeah. uh, clean it I'll get it rid up. of them. Trust me. Anything's I will find cleanable. A uh, but but okay. So let's talk about this boat that we uh, that came across our radar. Uh-huh. Uh, first, tell me, Jerry, what what is the what is the, the model and make? What is it? It's a
1: nineteen ninety one Tiara twenty seven hundred. Okay, so that is how big? Uh-huh. How long? Twenty seven foot.
2: Twenty seven footer. Okay, yeah. and I saw some pictures. It it does have a nice little cubby cabin uh, in there. That you know, it's not huge, but it's big enough where you know you could you could crash out in there. Really. Yeah, no uh-huh. one. Uh, Jerry is kind of like you know uh, swinging single. Would
1: probably be more like it. Yeah,
2: yeah, but but I mean, is it big enough in that sense for you? You think?
1: Uh, for the time being, yes.
2: Right. And the price is right, because they're only asking, like, what, thirteen grand or something yeah. ridiculous yeah, like right, that? Yeah, right
1: around in there, yeah. yeah and, so, it, and from what I'm looking at, I mean, there is some work to be done on it, with, yes. Yeah, especially I a mean, new paint job. Yeah, it looks pretty rough Uh, yeah. with, with the... Well, you know. she, she kept it in Key, Way, or Key Largo, I think, or down in the Keys somewhere. Yeah. And okay. it's got the Florida sun damage
2: to it. Well, so. exactly. <laughs> but that's all stuff that could be refinished yeah. and and uh worked out and and that kind of thing. Uh yep. so you've talked to the owner uh who we both know, right? Yep. And yep. and so what is the story? What is, why are they selling and all that kind of good stuff? Uh, well, they us?
1: actually actually brought it back from Florida back to the to Virginia and <clears throat> they uh they actually bought a sailboat.
2: Aha. So they actually cruised uh, it all the way down from the from the Keys up to Virginia.
1: No, no, they Oh, they, they trailered, put it on it? A truck, ah, trailered it. Trailer, okay.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So that would have uh, been a long trip on that boat. Well, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. Well, yeah. I mean, it would have been a good workout. Well, for Well, that's it.
2: what I was. Yeah. If it got yeah. through that,
1: I'd say. I don't say, hey. think two hundred fifty gallon gas tanks going to last that long yeah. on that boat. Well, no. You stop along <laughs> the way. The Intracoastal.
2: Sure, you can get more yeah, juice. Sure, along the way. But but yeah, you know, what what about the seaworthiness? What do you know about it And that's
1: sense? Uh, other than that, I mean, the hull is good. It just needs a good cleaning and. The only downfall that I see that that's with it is one of the uh one of the engines has got a manifold crack.
3: Mm, that ain't good.
1: Mm-hmm. There is good a uh,
3: article I found on that particular type of boat from a yeah. surveyor and I'm gonna send it to you, Jerry, so you'll know what to look for. But basically from what I've read, they say it's a pretty good boat. Uh mm. it started build in nineteen eighty one and then they stopped production in nineteen ninety three. And I think this was a nineteen ninety one. Yeah, it's a 91. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they said that as the years have gone by, they've upgraded and done better things with it, so sure. it looks like a, a decent boat.
2: Towards the uh, end of the run, yeah, but a manifold yeah. crack, that's not good. Well, Is that a fixable a, thing, you think, Jerry, or do you know?
3: Uh, yeah, it's fixable. Yeah. And and, and they, mentions, one. he mm-hmm. mentions that in here because he says the manifolds tend to be close to water, or I guess water gets into them when they're just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah mike would know more about that than me but uh, as yeah. i said i'll send you this uh, article okay well yeah. he's got
2: that so i mean it sounds like at least barry uh, uh approves of the make and model but is it a good fit for jerry the diver guy for his needs to have a place to crash on in florida we'll talk more about it next on the world of boating stay close
0: Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast.
1: Well, Joe, he's all smiles and fun till we get out on the sea. About the time the waves start rocking. Is the time his face turns green Even when the weather's nice No matter how smooth the ride You'll always find my buddy Joe Hanging off the side So I said Joe While you're busy getting sick And heaving on the crew. I wanted you to know that I appreciate you, too. I know that you get seasick, but I'm sure glad you come. You're not just my buddy, you're my chum. That's right. You're not just my buddy, you're
2: my chum. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, uh, mike the mariner and jerry the diver guy who's considering uh purchasing a boat and i think uh, that
1: song was wrote about you greg uh, <laughs> it, it might be name.
2: if you get a boat and you don't put one of those uh new uh rocking things stabilizers what, yeah <laughs> i want to do something on it i might Seakeeper spew all over
4: yeah. yeah your your
2: <laughs> vessel yeah get a sea keeper that's what you need
4: for yeah. this thing. I've got some buckets on board for you there, buddy. Okay. Well, there's that.
1: All right. <laughs> so once again, uh then stabilizers.
2: Jerry's looking at uh this boat. What the model and make of it again is a twenty seven foot what, Jerry? Tierra. Tierra. So you've seen the pictures, it's piqued yep. your interest. Uh you know it's a fixer upper. The price is uh price is right, at least what they're asking at the moment. Yep. You're planning to go look at this in a few days. Is that the plan yep. or what?
1: Uh probably next weekend.
2: Okay. So you're going to go take a look at it. Did you find out anything else by talking to them about the uh, vessel as far as that raised eyebrows or you're like, okay, that sounds pretty good or what? What do
1: you think? Well, she, you know, she kept it clean and everything, Mm -hmm. but, uh, other than that, I mean, it's just, everything's with it. Got you, got the Garmin, GSS maps and all that stuff with it. Right. And a fish finder.
2: Okay. Well, you need to uh, find fish sometimes. (laughs) Uh, as far as uh, you know, the the uh, and when you told her, which we both know the the seller, uh, yeah. what you want to do with it, what she say, she said you're that's a she this said, might that's be a good exactly fit.
1: what they did with it. Yeah. So I mean, they they would fly down or whatever, and stay on the boat, and, mm-hmm. and then go back mm-hmm. home. Yeah,
2: and it has a so, it's a, oh it has a head on board and the whole thing, yep. right?
1: Got a head, got a galley, yeah, It's got everything. And, uh, other Air than the
2: what, say it again, Mike. What?
1: Air conditioning? Does it have air? Oh conditioning? yeah. What about that? Uh, that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that.
4: Uh, you point. are absolutely going to need that. Yeah. Well, wow. yes, yeah. for yeah. sure. Well, you. Could,
2: well, I mean, he could get in a boat that size. He could get one of those portable battery things to uh, cool. But up you know, I, out on the pinch. water
3: down here, we always have a almost always have a sea breeze. Right. But I mean, and even does, but
2: if it was docked up and he was living on it, he would need AC. But he could get a portable, you know, swamp cooler or something to put on the boat
1: like that. Oh, you go
3: to Lowe's and get a $80 window shaker and stick that on there. You could do that.
1: You can can upgrade and do one of those uh, window AC units. That's That's what uh, I uh, just said. Yeah, that's what he said. No, 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 no. No, 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 it's it's actually a floor model. Oh, that's kind of pricey. stick the uh, the hose and stuff Mm -hmm. on the window, then it goes through and it's kind of like a heat pump with ac but it's it's just it ac is. unit that yeah. that's how it rejects yeah right. that's how it rejects the heat that, that yeah. type you're talking about yeah, yeah but they take up a lot of space exactly those, those well they, space. they're about 18 20 inches wide and about 24 inches tall right, right. You but, but you don't have that on a boat
3: don't have that space also, they're also five times expensive and the salt air will still destroy them you're better off using a disposable 60 or $80 window shaker.
2: Uh, he can get one of those uh, battery-operated coolers you see at the boat show. Said uh, Battery-operated.
3: You're going to stick them in the cooler? Yeah. He's see, sleep the, in a cooler.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly they work pretty idea. good, though, don't they, Mike? Surprisingly.
4: They, they do. They do. Actually, uh, last year, you know, I've got three air conditioning units on this boat. One of yep. them you now, the one that uh, does the main cabin. And uh, it, was, it happened to be on a weekend we were taking a boat trip. So, um I actually used that to offset some of the air, so I had to run the other two. Right, you know, basically full time, and I put that cooler in the uh, in the main salon and loaded it with ice. Now the thing is, it burns the ice in about two hours, so ah. I went through a lot of ice that weekend. But it did take the edge off. They do uh, a pretty amazing job. Well,
2: supplemental uh, AC, yeah. maybe, but yeah, I don't know that that uh, boat might have an AC unit on it. I don't know. Uh, it'll it will be something. Goes, like oh, I'll
1: know more about that part
2: right but other so the manifold crack though i mean that sounds pretty serious is that i mean of course you said well you can find parts well maybe you can maybe you can't is that even a repairable type of part? You think
4: it is? Yeah, it you'll is. find that. that okay, the, the, yeah, that's readily available. It's a small block Chevy engine, essentially. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, uh, so that that's going to be easy for And my, you've done that uh,
2: kind of stuff before, anyway, Jerry, because you work oh, on cars yeah. and stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so.
1: I've welded. I've welded manifolds so many times on cars. It's not even funny. Okay. Car- cars and boats are completely different.
2: But they still have the same manifolds, like you just they, said. So the same
3: don't these manifolds have heat exchangers built into them, Mike, or or where they dump the water, uh, the cooling water gets dumped through the exhaust manifold it, out?
4: Some do, some don't. Uh, you know, you're talking about risers. Right? Yeah, risers. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's, yeah, so, it's a YouTube but, but,
2: video for Jerry the Diver Guy. Well, no big deal.
4: <laughs> my, Essentially, the, oh you know, the, the, the repair process will be the same, or you just replace it. So, uh, in fact... You know, if you're going to buy a boat like that, you're you're going to spend some time bringing it up to what you want to do with it mm-hmm. uh, from a condition standpoint. Um, so some of those things you're just going to replace. Yeah. Not, By
2: the way, yeah, do they have a trailer for it, too, since they ran it back up uh, uh, up north? No,
1: they hired somebody to bring it up. Ah,
3: okay. Barry, what do you think?
1: Well, then the question I would
3: have is that once you've set on a price... How much are you willing to spend on this boat to get it up to shape for you?
1: Well, I mean, it just depends. I mean, it depends on what's going to be needing fixed inside. From my but what's your budget? I mean, budget. I'll dump the m- money in, in the interior and paint. Right.
2: So, that's, lot, I mean, that's
1: that's where the money's going to be at for me.
2: Well, a lot of that is just labor.
1: Because, and if you take the I time mean, the to do it. Yeah. Well the boat's sitting in water now, so I know it floats. So, but. You know, I just want to make sure the hole is good with it. Right. So you have to take
2: it's, it out. Do you got a place to work on, something like that?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm i not uh, dissuaded that he could pull this off, Barry. What do you think?
3: No, I, I think he could pull it off. The question will become is how much will he pay for it? How much is his budget to take care of it? And, you know, if his budget isn't enough to cover everything, this boat could end up sitting in, in front of his house for the next three years as he works on it.
1: Well, it'll well, be behind your house. Got a Corvette well, sitting out there for twenty some years now, and I still haven't got. Well, there, it. there you go. You <laughs> it'll see, be a uh, nice, nice uh,
2: addendum to it's, his it's, lawn uh, ornaments.
3: It, it's <laughs> like the, so. when Toby is that they start at the Golden Gate Bridge, they paint one end, and by the time they get to the other, they got to turn around and go back to the other end again. That's going
1: to be his boat. He's going to fix one. My half My problem, of it. my problem of doing anything is time, time hmm. and money.
3: Well, if you had all the money in the world, you would. Yeah, you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't have to work. You could just work on it.
2: Well, do you think yeah. you have the time to put in to get this thing seaworthy and do what you want to do with it? What's your gut telling you, well, Jerry?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I could. From what I'm looking at, it's the biggest time consuming thing is getting it stripped down and and, and getting it painted.
2: Right. And which uh, you know that honestly, that's the easier stuff, day's right time there. To
1: fix a manifold and yeah. do whatever we need to change it or whatever. And you then uh, a good good week for me to, to clean it and desanitize it and everything else.
2: Right. Why, well, did she tell you what she did on that boat or something? Is that what you're <laughs> no. alluding to?
1: Okay. It's like you're no, making my, it sound like it was. OCD, my OCD <laughs> is going to say you're going to take a dang week to clean this thing, whether you like it or not.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Well, we'll see what happens with Jerry the Diver Guy. It might be uh, Jerry the Boating Guy before we know it. Uh, it, it, I think he kind of sold me he convinced me Mike well, mm-hmm. what do you say yay or nay
4: yeah this is a tiara great boat alright
2: and uh, Barry is uh, saying go for it yep. alright there you go Jerry you have our blessing if uh, all goes south on you uh, don't blame us but, better uh, go south so <laughs> all I can say well that's what he wants to do eventually right on that note we'll wrap it up Till next time remember whether it's sail or motor life is better, life is better. As,
0: as the motor. <laughs>